In order to be successful in an HVAC and refrigeration business, you need paying customers. Now, how do you create good customer rapport? How do you create that, that trust level with your customer? Well, you can do this with a little show and tell. I'm going to explain this coming up on this episode of the evolution of an HVAC business, episode seven, coming right up, guys. So this podcast series is sponsored by Jobber. They are the CRM tool that I've chose to organize McCready HVAC and refrigeration services. Now, you can turn uh, a quote into a job really easy. You can turn a job into uh, an invoice really easily. Expenses are tracked very, very easily. It's, it's a very easy system to use. But because it's new to me or newer to me, anytime I have a problem, I reach out to their, their chat. They have a, a, a live chat right on the app and they respond within a minute or two. And the responses always lead you in the right direction to solve your problem. Any product can be good, but a product is great when the support on the back end is phenomenal. And, and I have to say that the support on the back end is phenomenal, phenomenal with Jobber. So if you're looking to, if you're looking to get on your own and you're looking for a CRM, um, Jobber has a 14 day free trial and also some savings using the link that I'm going to leave in the podcast summary. So for years, I've always said, always, always, always said, I'm not, I'm not a salesman. Okay. But I go out and I actually have to sell products. It's part of the the business. But the way I think about this and and the way I've, I think I've, I've, the, the way I know that I've done it through the years is by solving a problem with a solution. Now, being a service tech in commercial for so many years, you get a call, you go out, you investigate, you inspect, you find something wrong. You call up the customer and go, okay, here's your problem. Now here's your solution. Customers like, how much is it? Well, you might have a price for them then verbal, or you might have to go to the office, get them to spit a quote out to the customer. Regardless, it's not like you're going in and you're, you're pointing at random things and trying to sell things for no reason. You are selling solutions to fix their problem, to fix their pain. Right now, one thing I've always done and I've made a habit of doing it is to take defective parts like down off the roof and bring them right to the customer and say, look, this is why I'm changing it. And sometimes they're like, no, 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 don't worry. You don't need to show me. I trust you. But trust me when you do that, when you bring the actual defective part to the customer, it lets them know, sorry, my phone's going off. It lets them know that you're not trying to hide anything. And once they figure out that you're a solid tech that's honest and providing solutions, sky's the limit. So I'm going to tell you a story about what happened to me yesterday. And this was a residential call. And I've been talking to you guys about going from commercial to residential and how residential is like more of a, a cash flow king because you get paid right when the job is done or commercial, you got to wait. So right now I've been focusing on the residential stuff because of the cash flow, the turnaround on that, a new business needs cash flow. So I'm focusing on residential because of this. I'm going to tell you about a residential call I went on yesterday for a furnace inspection that I turned into um, more work, more work for that day, just by a little show and tell with the customer. Let's talk about that. So I've been creating Facebook ads and throwing a hundred bucks at them. And they seem to be working because every time I, I do a Facebook ad and throw a hundred bucks at it, the phone rings two th- to three times. And when the phone rings two to three times, it's really up to you to capitalize on those 
two to three phone calls, right? And mainly it's for like the weather is super mild. It's the weather is not really good for generating a lot of work right now on my end where I am. I mean, I live in a, in an up and coming sort of town, a lot of new subdivisions, a lot of equipment is within five to 10 years old. So there's not a lot of swap out opportunities in the town where I live, but in the surrounding area, there's a lot of opportunity to get your foot in the door with a customer by providing a service. And that service is a furnace inspection, a furnace cleaning. Cause face it, that some of those cabinets are horrendous, but you got to clean the flame sensor. You got to clean the drains on these high efficiency, um, appliances. So it's an inspection and a cleaning gets your foot in the door. So yesterday I went in, into a home and there's a keep right furnace about 14 years old. And they're asking me when it should be re- replaced. And I'm like, listen, the older equipment, they, they usually go for anywhere between 13 to 16 to 17 years ish, somewhere in that range. And then people start swapping them out. So just keep it in mind, keep it within your budget over the next year to two years to maybe swap your furnace out because that's when they tend to start causing a lot of issues and whatnot. So anyway, I found a problem, immediately found a problem. I went to start it up. The induced draft motor was, was screeching, like the bearings were were going on it. So I brought the customer over right away. I said, listen, I want you to listen to something. This is not normal. So I started the, um, the process of, of the, the call for heat up. The induced draft motor started and it was grinding, kind of squealing. I said, that is not the way it's supposed to sound. I said, that, that is a, a failing induced draft motor. I said, realistically, it could go a year. I don't know, but it could also fail in the middle of the winter time and create an emergency for you. I said, I'm just going to leave that with you while I finish my work, leave it with you and talk to your wife about it. Right. And, and then once I'm done, I will come back to you with, with a price to replace it. And while I was doing my, my work, I was on the phone with the supplier getting a price. So I had that information ready to go after I was finished. And after he talked to his wife, now I was also doing a service on an HRV. So I was pulling out the, the heat exchanger and the HRV, the filters and took them to the laundry sink. It was a big kind of room where the, the lady was doing a, a live workout, <laughs> kind of awkward because the f- husband showed me where the room was and she's working out and, and I'm cleaning the stuff in the sink. So anyway, as I'm cleaning it, she stops and takes a break and she goes, is everything going okay? And I said, well, I was just explaining to your husband that your induced draft motor in your furnace is actually really noisy. I said, I have a video of it. Uh, and I can show you the video. So I showed her the video, the husband's seen it live and in person. And she's like, no, okay. I I understand. I I don't like that. And then I went back into putting everything back into the HRV, putting it back together. And I could hear their conversation. Right. And she's like, well, I don't want to fix this in the middle of the, of the winter when it's cold outside. She said, well, increase the longevity of the furnace. And I said, well, Yes and no. I mean, I can't promise that the furnace is going to last another five years if I replace this motor, but it'll increase the longevity, at least for this season, perhaps next, right? So there's the other thing you have to think about is who in the home is going to push the situation on the other and get you that legit work. Let's talk about that for a minute. 
So we've talked about the importance of show and tell. People are visual learners. They like to see things in person. And when you show a customer something, it's not like they can come back and say to you, well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that because you've showed them, you've showed them actual physical proof of a failing part or a failed part or a piece of equipment that is on its way out. When you show them and you back it up with, um, with readings from combustion analyzers, from manometers, from gauges. And I apologize. I have notifications coming out on my phone all the time, but when you show the customer proof and evidence, there is no way that they can ever point a finger at you and say, you lied to us. You're, you're trying to just sell us things we don't need. Right. There's, there's no, there's no way of that happening when you show physical proof. So the other thing is in a home, right. Or in a commercial building, commercial is different because usually there, there's money to be spent and, and stuff like that. Some customers are cheap. Yeah, I get it. But usually there's money to be spent. And if there's a problem, um, most of the times it's getting rectified in, in a residential application, you're dealing with the pocketbook books of, of the, of the people you're not dealing with the pocketbooks of a business or a corporation. So it's a little different, right? And it's a little different to, to get, to separate people from their money in a residential application at times, depending on who the customer is. So you kind of need to know who the, 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 the person that's going to make the final decision is. And you need to speak to them, right? And this is not shady by any means. This is a legit repair that's going to cause you less grief and them less grief, right? It causes you less grief because you were there doing the maintenance. You're going to get the call when it's minus 20 outside or whatever, or Christmas day or or some odd hour of the day and their heat's down. It's going to be, that's on, that's on you because you're going to get the call because you were the last tech there, right? or your company will get the call because it was the last company there. It's aggravation on them because their, their equipment is down, right? And even though they've got a work order from you saying this should be changed, it's still not going to change the fact that they got no heat and you got to respond or you don't have to respond. But if you want to build that customer relationship, you're probably going to. So the upfront inspection and the upfront replacement of a failing part is going to alleviate pain on both sides coming later on in the future. So you have to speak to the person that you think is going to make the decision. Now I knew in that situation, cause I could hear them talking is the wife saying, I, I don't want to have this thing go down in the middle of the, the, the winter. So I knew that she was the one that I had to speak to, right? She was the one that booked the appointment too. So obviously she wanted to rectify any issues there were within within the home heating system. Cause I also looked at a fireplace, the HRV. Um, so she had me look at a few things while I was on site, but the show and tell of that specific part failing was what sold that work, right? If it was just, if it was just coming from my mouth, Hey, you got a failing part back there. I want to change it. It might not have flipped the, the, the switch with the customer. Okay. There's that, that's one aspect of it. And then the other aspect of it is finding the right person within that household to speak to. That's going to make the final decision on that legit repair. Right. And then once you do, once you do a good job, once it's up and running and you show them, like show them again, say, Hey, listen, remember your old one. Now listen to this one. That's the way it's supposed to sound. 
right? So now you've gone twofold. You've, you've given show and tell on the defective part and show and tell on the new part. And this creates a trust and a rapport that you would not believe, right? So keep this in mind when you're out and about and you're doing calls for your new business is really show and tell. If you can't show the physical part to the customer, videos, images, and use your measurement tools and include those readings in, in what you're showing them, right? So just a little short podcast, guys. If you're starting to, if, if you're running your own shop now, you just started out awesome. If you've been doing it for a while, I'm glad you're on board listening and, and listening um, along and, and learning like what I learn, or you probably learned it already. But if you're, if you're on the fence about starting your own business, I hope these things help you and maybe propel you um, or edu- educate you a little bit further on the things that I'm going through. Anyway, that's it, guys. I'm out. Happy HVACing.